This episode of the Autism Dad podcast is brought to you by Mightier. Mightier is a biofeedback-based video game platform out of Harvard Medical and Boston Children's that utilizes video games to help kids learn to emotionally self-regulate. My son Emmett has been using it for years. Emmett, could you take a minute and just kind of tell us how you use Mightier? Uh, well, there's this heart rate monitor that you wear on your arm and you connect it to a tablet that comes with it or just your phone. And you play all these cool games. When you get too stressed or angry, the games get harder and harder. And so you have to calm yourself down and the game gives you ways of doing that. Once you do that, you can just continue playing the game as normal. So over time, it sort of helps you to recognize how you're feeling. It's sort of like building up muscle memory, like you repeat something over and over. And so you don't have to like think about doing it anymore. So to like driving. Thanks, Emmett. If you're interested in learning more about Mightier, you can do so by visiting Mightier.com. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the discount code theautismdad22 to save 10%. Hey, what's up, folks? My name is Rob Gorski. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast, where we talk about all things related to autism and parenting and ADHD and being a mom and being a dad and self-care and mental health and all those things that are important and relevant in your life that maybe we don't talk about enough for whatever reason. We do that here on the show, so thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Okay, so in this bonus episode, this is a quick take. Uh, I recently had a conversation with my friend Rose. She's an autistic adult, and she was here to help me answer the listener question, how do I talk to my child about autism? And uh, we had a whole conversation about it, but I wanted to shorten it up a little bit so that we got to just the question. So if you're interested in listening to the entire conversation, which I think was really good, you can check out the link below and listen to that. Otherwise, this will more directly answer the question that was asked, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Rose, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. Could you take a moment, tell us a little bit about who you are, and uh, and we'll jump into the question. How long have we got? <laughs> right? I know. Um, I am. So I'm Rose. Uh, I'm 29. Um, also known as A Tint of Rose on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I have diagnosed ADHD and autism amongst other things like CPTSD and then a bunch of um, physical illnesses. Uh, and I have somehow fallen very, very happily into being extremely open about my life with said basket of labels. <laughs> um, and I, at the moment, I'm, I'm working kind of part-time, not even part-time for a company based in the US um, whilst I live in Europe. Uh, and a lot of that is tailored to the fact that I have autism and that I want to make sure that anyone who deals with autistic people has is doing so correctly. Let's put it that way. Okay. So how do we do this? Like how, how do parents have this conversation with their kids and how, how can we do this in a way that is positive and empowering and leaves, um, leaves our kids feeling good about themselves. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, it's really funny actually, because like the first thing that came to my mind was, so I was diagnosed, uh, in my twenties. And so I didn't have, and I hate to say it this way, but I didn't have the luxury of having any idea why I was different growing up. Um, so my parents are both autistic and I have autism and like they were diagnosed at around the same time as me. So they were like, you know, 50, a little bit over 50. I'm pretty sure it would have been, it would have fallen on my mom and she probably would have had to make me understand without being patronizing. Cause I think we often patronize children thinking they're not as smart as they are. Um, I think it would have been a case of making me feel like there's nothing wrong with the fact that I seem different to the kids, uh-huh. but that I am different. And then embracing that as a good thing. I think it's really important not to be like dismissive because I think a lot of parents will want to comfort their child 
Like you want to comfort them by saying, no, you're not weird. You're not different. You're not, you're just like the other kids. That feels like a comfort, but actually as they progress forward, it will be a negative. Um, it's actually better to just be like, yeah, you are different. And it's what makes you so amazing. And yeah, you probably do feel different to Sally, Tom and Harry, but that's just because they, they're different and they have a different way of thinking, but actually that's totally normal. And you never know, there might be some, some people in your class like you. So I think it's more normalizing it without it being overly done. Cause I also, I mean, I'm under the opinion that like, sometimes it's really nice to say that autism is a superpower, but I think to an adult, it's good to say that. But if I say to uh, a 10 year old, you having autism makes you a superhero. There's a lot of negatives that could come out of that, like the kid going to school and being like, my parents say I'm a superhero, so I'm better than you. And that's going to ostracize them more. Mm -hmm. It also puts a very young mind in a vulnerable position of thinking that they have something over the other children. Um, it is such a delicate thing. Like, I really feel for parents that are going to have their kids be of such a tender age because it's already difficult if they have any kind of like minority status or if like their hair is different or if they have to wear glasses or they have freckles it's already difficult sending your kid off to the scary world of school and then having that one thing that's a bit different like a birthmark on their face anything that like a kid because kids are evil kids could prey on but it really is a sense of like giving the comfort of like not ignoring that they're different but embracing it and being like actually as you know if I said to a kid I promise you by the time you're 14, you're going to notice loads of other people are different like you. It gives them a different way of thinking about it. Like, I'm not elite. I'm just not finding the people like me. Um, I don't know. That I think that's just because that's how I would want it done for me. And also because I'm so, so aware of how vulnerable young minds are. And it's kind of like just giving your kid a shield, but not full armor. Because they they need to embrace that they're different as they grow. Right. But they also need to be aware that that's not a bad thing. You know, I mean, I think we could be developmentally appropriate with our kids, you know, based on their age and what they're capable of understanding. But just feel like, look, it's a human condition. It's kind of like I'm left-handed, you're right-handed. Exactly how I see it. Yeah, yeah. I really like your approach. And I Thank like you. the fact- And I'm not a parent, so. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, you're not, you're, yeah, I know. You're not a parent. But for, for the parents who are going through this now, it's really helpful. I think once that initial introduction has happened, I do think most parents have like a natural course of instinct anyway. Mm -hmm. So it would flow. Yeah. And I think one thing that we should probably mention that we didn't is that you can you know reach out to autistic adults. And, oh my God, yes. And Absolutely. ask, ask, like, what can I do to help, you know, my child? Like, how can I approach this with them that would be best for them or how can I do this yeah. in a way that's non-threatening or like whatever parents need support like they need like another parent they can ask like how did you do it and how did you do it they need community they need support yeah and I just had a mom uh send me a message on Instagram asking me the same thing like how how can you approach this with uh her son it is a very common question much more common than I than I thought I'm glad people are asking Thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick, before I close things out, I want to say thank you to Rose for staying up really, really, really late at the last minute to help answer this question. And uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I, and I just want to reiterate the fact that autistic adults are an invaluable resource. Guys, like reach out to them and ask them your questions because majority of the time, 
They're more than happy to share their insight and their experience. And we just have to listen, right? So uh, I, I really hope that this, this helped and, you know, keep your questions coming because I, I, I really love trying to po- at least point you guys in the right direction anyways. Uh, as always, you can find me at listen.theautismdad.com. You can submit your questions for Friday episodes or your feedback, or you can be, you can apply to be a guest or, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do, you can interact with everything right there on the, on the website. And you can also follow me and subscribe on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps. Just hit that button. I really appreciate it. Uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend. And if you have any more questions, don't be afraid to reach out. All right. Take care. See you later. Bye.